One thing certain, Noah never shoveled as much bull from them he had aboard. Truth, justice, and the American way. Good afternoon, good morning, good day. Uh, good beer. We are back. There it is. Official start. We should be Australian. <laughs> All right, what do you got today, Bruce? <laughs> Summer Oasis. India Pale Ale. All right. Yeah, since last time we talked, there's a whole bunch of this. There, the world's gone. Went down, yeah. The world's gone nuts. Yeah. And it continues to go that way. Well... Tiki Drew, less risky. We're here for another episode. I apologize, I was out. Uh, try to give you guys an episode once a week. Love to do it more, but we're doing this on uh, a no string budget. So that's how it works. We got uh, High Point, Pennsylvania. Motocross. You know, I didn't realize that was in between since last time. That was. That, it was a good race. Yes, it was. Um, Two fifty started off with uh, Moseman leading. He goes down. The <laughs> Lawrence silly mistake, dude. Yeah, it was just kind of a uh, fell over, and we've all done that before. Oh yeah, race. many times. Those are the worst. Because then, when well, you feel like, oh my god, I've got this, and then all of a sudden you you lose the front wheel, your back wheel goes into another rut, and you're it's over. As an amateur. You're doing great on top of the bike. As soon as the bike goes down, you have to exert all this energy. Oh, I know, yeah. And pick it up, and you're just like, ah, I haven't got it. The first time I thought I was going to get a trophy at a Saddleback Saturday, I was, they let the expert um, two, uh, 250s? open class guys go. I, no, the expert 125 class guys go. And I was on a 250 RM at the time, and I was an intermediate rider. And I'm, I'm going, man. And I'm like, wow, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm like, wow, this is great. And I'm like, and I don't know where I am. It's like, I don't have a pit board or anything. But I'm thinking, man, I'm, I, I think I'm in third place. I, you know, I'm watching. I'm, I'm noticing which, I'm passing some 125s, passing some. Two, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm doing well. And I, and I'm beat. You know, the Saddleback Saturdays are like 45 minute. Oh my god. On that rock hard oh concrete. Oh god. Well, it wasn't rock hard yet, but. It was like, here we go, and I, I, I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I can, if I can keep doing this, and I'm like, oh my god, and I, I look up the scoring tower, the white flag, and I'm like, yeah, and I look down, and there's a 125 on the ground in front of me. I hit him. Oh shit! It took everything I had to stand the bike up, and I got, I think I ended up like eighth in my, and I, I'm and you're sure watching, I was like third, yeah. You're I'm watching just, second. Yeah, I'm like, oh, no. I'm trying to pick the bike up. Oh, and then it's like, oh, I got to get my leg over. My legs are toast. <laughs> You know, these guys today, holy shit. If we even thought what fitness, you know, of course we were invincible back then. They pushed the button on my phone. I'm sorry, I normally don't That's okay, it. there was a growl going on. It's actually one of my employees. Oh. He, can, he can wait till tomorrow. Anyway, um, yeah, and the usual suspects are new Australian Lawrence's. So yeah, we don't need the old Lawrence anymore. I heard rumors he's like going to come back and race nationals. Like, yeah, hey, he he yeah. made some sort of. I've uh, heard that rumor every freaking year. So. And I think I don't think it doesn't help any that Dungeon Crowley are in the mix. So, so but he he's he's going to come out just to run into him, I guess. I guess I don't know. Um, <laughs> I mean, I like the guy; he's talented as hell. He was, and that the problem was is he just spent it all, and he spent it on on stupid crap. Well, yeah. And, I mean, he really was fast. And he, he went found, on Mike Tyson on some guy. He found lines that were on the track. I think that was the problem. He found lines that were uh, on the track. Not that, off the track. <laughs> oh, sorry. So, Moto, Moto 
one four fifty class. It, yeah, it was. I'll just say it. Chase Sexton took it, and we got no coverage of Chase because the battle wasn't there. It was just one of those things yeah. where, oh, Chase is in first. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he crosses the finish line. Okay, yeah. great. We didn't know. Um, Caroli and Mike Craig had kind of a get together. A kerfuffle. A racing incident. Tomac's on fire. Yeah. Um, Chase goes so fast, we don't get any coverage of him. So on a Moto2, the Lawrence Brothers show. So who's your favorite Lawrence brother? You know, I I love them both so much. My my wife um, likes Jet. I I'm, I think I'm... And I, I like Jet too, but, you know, Hunter, you know. Well, you know, it's... She wants the older brother, um, or I don't even I don't even know how it works. All I know is they're both faster than hell. I don't think anyone's going to be able to touch those guys for years to come. I really don't. I mean, look at them. They're awfully. They're fun. so calm. They're just so calm. They don't. I get... want to know what it's like at home. Yeah. <laughs> is it? Oh, I beat you last Sunday. Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got to do the trash. Yeah. But you know what? They're trading them, and whatever. I, and you know what? They're professional motocross racers. They're never home. Yeah, well, no I'm, I'm just saying. What's happening in the trailer? Yeah. Or, the, or whatever. <laughs> You're making my bed because <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> you lost. Uh, so then to the Moto uh, Moto 2, the 450 class. That uh, that looked exciting. Dungey coming out of the gate. Trying yeah. to hang on to it. He he's stuck there. Um, man. He's stuck. That there. was a good battle for yeah. what it was. And then uh, Savachi, Savachi, doing really well. And Lawrence, not Lawrence, uh, Anderson, chasing him down. And then Tomac, coming on like a freaking yeah. freight train. You remember our very first um, motocross discussion on the first show, and I said. Jason Anderson is your champion. I mean, still that's could how it be. That's still how could be. Still, yeah, I mean, he's not losing points. How long has it been since we had a championship with five Four, guys? Four, five guys, yeah. You know? And no one's running away. There isn't a disappearance off into the future on any of these things. I don't see, you know, back in the Carmichael and, and yeah. Stewart days, and they're lapping the freaking field. That's not happening anymore, man. The field's like, oh, no, uh, no. <laughs> Tomac's first year on the 450 on Honda, I think he was almost two minutes ahead. Yeah. Because everybody hadn't adjusted to his, I'm going to beat the hell out of the track for the next 30 minutes. Yeah. What do you think about, about his first um, professional season? And he started he started at Hangtown, right? Um, on the On the... 250F, and he just spanked everybody. Just spanked them. And it's like, oh my God. And then he started having these little issues, and his whole career has been that way. He's either going to spank them, or, or he's, gonna... he's just going to go, oh, well, I'm not into it today. You know, that's what I see from the guy. And you know what? He'll always come back, but it's like, dude, just whatever. You know, I'm not digging the track. I'm not, you know, this is conjecture. It is. But we know what he's consistent of. with other writers as well, and it's yeah. one one trait that I wish did not exist. That if you're not going to do well, you're going to throw it in and ride off. And I don't like that. Yeah. Hey, you're going to have some bad days. And fortunately, because of the championships being so tight, it kind of forces their hand. Like you, yeah. you can't afford to take a day off. Well, and you know what? And many, many championship um, sports uh, auto racing they all have the same saying MotoGP you win no, on your bad days yeah it, it <clears throat> championships yeah, come from your bad days you actually win championships on your bad days because if you're having a good day you're going to win if you're having a bad day you need to salvage something out of it and if you just give up and I you know I don't see anybody giving up but it's like kind of like eh, you know little moping going on Speaking of isms, that or uh, was it what it, idioms? Idioms. That's the word I'm thinking of. Yeah. 
So you win on your you win championships on your bad days. Now we did not have this discussion last time, but we were going to talk about dad, mini dad uh, idioms <laughs> yeah. of what your dad would tell you when you'd go out and ride the the great one-liners that he was. My um, dad had a bunch of them. He was that the first time I'm going on a motocross track, and I had a CZ125, and this was probably. I don't want to say. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not say a woman. I can say it's probably no. This is like probably 72, 73, and I'm on a used CC125. I've never been on a motocross track. My dad taught me to ride a motorcycle when I was like seven, eight years old, and now okay, you want to race? Here we're gonna go. And he drug me up to a skate country, and I'm getting geared up. And he goes, "Okay, got all your gear?" I go, "Yeah." He goes, "Whatever piece of gear you forgot to put on." That's the part of your body that's going to hit the ground first. <laughs> I was like, okay, let's, let's double check. <laughs> uh, then he sent me out on the track, right? And I, I just went out there, and I'm just blasting like I do on the trails in the desert, whatever. I'm blasting. I'm having a good time. And he's sitting up in the pits having a beer. And I was out there. I don't know how long I was out there. I mean, I you know, probably came close to running the darn thing out of gas. And I pull into the pits. He goes, how was it? I go, it was great. He goes, did you go as fast as you can? And I go, yeah. He goes, did you crash? No. Well, then you didn't go as fast as you can. <laughs> go back out there. When you crash, that's as fast as you can. Which turned out to be a good thing because I learned to crash at low speeds. And then as I got faster and faster, I knew how to, I knew how to tuck and roll and do whatever I need to do. You know, cross your arms and freaking slide and hope the bike doesn't come after you. But it was a good as Ricky Carmichael would say, learning lesson. <laughs> a good learning lesson. It's like, yeah, go ahead and crash because you're not going to be going that fast. I like the learning lesson. Don't ever take a last lap. Let me go yeah. out for one more yeah. lap. Oh, dude. Have you seen my leg? Oh. That was, a, that was I'm going to go out in one more, not one more lap, I'm, eh, one more little session. I yeah, one more, one yeah. more moto. I've got I've to be able to hit that trip. Um, I haven't hit it today. Broken hand. Mm-hmm. Steve Lampson laughing at me. Like, what happened to you? Oh, wind. <laughs> uh, yeah, those were good. You know, uh, I did the Rick Johnson School of Motocross. That would have been cool. At Glen Helen. Oh, it was fine. And Rick, that, that guy, he's a, he's a wild dude. It was funny, too, because when he's, he's going to teach us starts, and he goes, okay, I'm probably not the right guy to teach you starts, but <laughs> I'm going to show you how it's supposed to be done. <laughs> it was hilarious. But we had this, when we got into, like, going into turns, right? Um, he, he's just, you know, here's, we all, we're all sitting there at this one turn, and he had us jumping over this little berm on our way into the turn, because he just wanted like a 90 degree thing, this is the only place we could do it, so he goes, you know, I want you to come in, and he went and blasted it, right, like, oh shit, that looked good, and then he goes, okay, did you guys watch, here's what I did, he goes, you don't even touch the brakes until you're almost in, grab them as hard as you can, sit down on the front, freaking right back on the throttle, okay, and everyone does it, right? And he's taking notes. Rick Johnson's sitting there, taking notes. And the first time I came in, I go, Psh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow this berm. I'm gonna, you know, this is gonna be awesome. And my back end kicked up, and I, shit, no question. So I hit the back brake because I didn't want to hit the front brake because I'm, you know, have my bikes in the air. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to go over the bars in front of everybody, right? Right. So I just kind of, and I, I got through the berm, right? So the next time, I'm, I got this thing. I freaking got this thing. Same thing kind of happened, but didn't. And I grabbed the brakes, and I freaking lost the front wheel. I'm down. Rick Johnson jumps out. He's going, safe! You know, full umpire thing, right? So then he's reading the, uh, his notes, and he gets to me, and he goes, so, John, he goes, the first time you came through, I wrote, not enough front brake. He goes, the second time, I erased it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, those were the days, baby. So we had uh, we had Tomax, Sexton, Anderson in the 450s, and Jet, Hunter, Shimoda, picking it up in the 250s. My wife loves Joe Shimoda. We always sing, um, do 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 Joe Shimoda. Do 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 do. I don't know why she likes that guy, but 
I mean, I like him. He's, he's a neat guy, and he's fast. But she's just, like, enamored with him. He's pro circuit boy. I like him. Yeah, yeah. Cheater bike. So let's... <laughs> We're not going to talk about yeah, that. Yeah, that was years ago. So let's go on into the rest of the world. The uh, This has been an interesting week for me. Um, I caught the news up in the Bay Area, and it was... It was absolutely, what the hell? Oh, yeah. Supreme Court is in the news. Yeah. They've given control of abortion to the states. Yeah, you know how that's going to work out, right? Well, I'm, I'm personally, I'm, I'm fine with it. Yeah? Because the people that are screaming the loudest are all in Democrat states, and the people that aren't screaming are all in Well, they're, they're screaming states. because they know they're all going to come here. You know? It's... It, the weird thing to me about this whole, this new court that got jammed in, um, they, these people were groomed and placed uh, by an evangelical group um, and some Catholics. But there's this group, they're called the uh, uh, something for public policy. I don't remember what they're called. But, but they've been placing judges all over the country and in the Supreme Court since the Ron Reagan days. I'm and, going to disagree with that because there's a ton of Obama-appointed judges. Oh, there's what three? No, 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 no two. No, 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 and then no. we got another one. We're going, we're going into the okay. So in, let's look at regular. Let's look at this. So regular if you're a Supreme Court justice, right? You should be unbiased, and yes, you should look at the Constitution, but you shouldn't look at precedent as well. We need to get rid of that because it doesn't match our religious views. And this is where we're at. Dude, we're going full Christian Sharia here. And we're going to be an autocratic theocracy in no time. I don't see it that way. Go. I'm just saying, from my perspective, you know I don't see it today? that what they did today? Strip the EPA's power. Yes. and, and That's freaking crazy. Well, we'll get, we'll get there. Why that's, do you even have the EPA then? That's next. That's right next. Off. So, back to this. Putting, one, it's not a constitutional issue. It shouldn't be in the Supreme Court's peer view. And they should have said, oh, back to the local courts. They should not have made a decision on it, period. Ginsburg actually said something years ago that said, we made this decision because, and I don't remember exactly what she said, but she did point it out. This was, she was interesting. Some things I agree with her on, some things yeah. I don't. You know what, she was a pretty wonderful woman. Yeah, she had some weird ideas. Whatever. I mean, she's an old woman. But you know what? She really believed in what she was doing, and she and she believed she was doing it for everyone. Well, we've got people in there now that are doing it for the people who put them in there, just like our elected representatives do. Oh, these. I, I will. I will say. I will say all of them. You all know, of them are in that same position. Well, not not a few. Yeah, I would yeah. say all of them. And and they end up there. There are a few that that. Skirt it, kind of. Um, but, you know, the last election cycle, there were um, quite a few people going for re-election who did not accept any corporate money. They were all Democrats. Some of them won, some of them didn't. But if, we get, if you get the money out, seriously, Drew, if you get the money out, you will have you know such what? a you, better You can look at it your way, or you can look at it my way, which is the political action committees are taking all the money and then it's just going to the GOP or it's going to the DNC yeah. and they're delegating out who gets the money and they've already yeah. made decisions. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But here's the thing. Get the money out. Where Absolutely. are they going to get the money? Absolutely. You know what? If we had, if what we need is we need limits on how much you can spend on your campaign. Most other countries have that. In England, I believe... I think it should you be have, nothing and we have just... X amount of time. Our representatives spend more time freaking running for office... Than they do in litigate, and when they get yeah. to office, they don't do shit. Yeah, because they're too busy trying to figure out their next step to keep that freaking job. No, and it started. It started with you Clinton. Know? She started running for she. She got into her it position. Didn't start with her. It's been going on well, for her. She got but, into her yeah. position in New York. Yeah. She's the poster child. <laughs> there we go. A state she doesn't even come from. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. she's running for president. Yeah. And it's like, isn't that like oh, three years you know, away? Oh, these progressives. They want a female president. Uh, okay, 
I would love a female president. I, we if, offered if, up if she's qualified. We offered up Tulsi Gabbard. <clears throat> no, we can't have yeah. her. And you know what, Tulsi, I'd have been fine with her. I, I think most every yeah. centrist yeah. in America would have been fine. And with you know her. what? If she had made the ticket, and if if it was if it was her against freaking Hillary, I would have voted for president. I have never in my life voted for president ever. There has never been a person put on my ballot that I was willing to vote for. I vote for my local people. I vote for my, my you know, local people, my state people, my county. I vote for all that. When it gets to president, no. No. You, you show me someone that can actually do Jiminy it. Jiminy Cricket? <laughs> Shit. You know what? Zaphod Bibelbox. I'll vote for him. Thank God. Yeah. Man. No, don't thank God, because then, you know, you're going to have a problem with the Supreme Court and Sharia law and <laughs> theocracy. So... My problem with the whole issue, mainly, was the news taking it and throwing it into hyperbole, people throwing it into hyperbole, the screaming, the... Oh, yeah. There's so much drama. And, and this is what cracks me up, because you have this whole slippery slope. Everyone's running on this slippery slope. Okay, is it an uphill slope, downhill slope? I don't know how this slope runs. But I know that as soon as you say slippery slope, people start thinking, oh, this is going to lead to something worse, right? Um, yeah. And what I'm seeing right now with the Supreme Court and with um, different states things, I see it going downhill. And the GOP actually invented this whole slippery slope thing. Oh, if we let gays get married, um, they'll be marrying their dogs next. You know, you remember that shit, right? <laughs> You know, can I marry so, my dog? Uh, my dog's really good. You know what? You don't have to marry your dog. Your dog loves you. <laughs> you don't need a, a marriage license or whatever. Plus, it's not going to help you on your taxes. Well, you're hitting something that actually is, is another portion of my thought pattern. The thought pattern, <laughs> the the burr under my saddle, is well. If it's under your saddle, only your horse has to deal with it. You should be okay. The uh, well, I gotta, I gotta ride the damn thing, and it's the, gonna run. The hair up my ass, I think. Is the what hair up my ass. Say. The progressiveness, progressiveness. <laughs> yeah. That's taking over. Oh my god. So look, coming back to abortion, I don't care what you do with your body. That's your choice. Yeah. That's my position. Yeah. I have no. Yeah. I have no desire. Yeah. What you want to do with your your body, you know what? It doesn't affect me. That's libertarian. You can go. Yeah. You can go. Do whatever you yeah. want to do. Okay. But then libertarians, you should. You shouldn't have to go get a driver's license. You should well, to drive I, a look, car without, I, you know, I do without agree. any testing. I do agree with some sort yeah, of control. Yeah. I I agree <laughs> in less government, not no government. Right. Right. Okay. Well, government um, and laws are for people who don't have any freaking common sense, and it turns out they're they're There's many of them. us now. There's and, many of them. And, but here's the thing: it's about thirty percent of them. Yet they're winning. How does this happen? How does that, this happen? So that comes back to that comes back to my point. So this it it started it started with gays want to get married. Great, you have a right to be miserable Absolutely. like everyone else. Yeah, go ahead and get married. Right, you know, and there are tax benefits and, and different things. Sure, it's sure. Fine. So how do we get into? We now have a month of gay pride. Well, we've had that long before they were allowed well, to get married. Well, long before. Okay, dude, I was in the in the I am late eighties. I'm. I'm fine with, we'll recognize it. But now we've got corporate sponsorship. We've got uh, entire yeah. cities and, putting and up the flags. It's, it looks like freaking Hitler it, came to town with gay. And you know what? It makes me almost embarrassed to call myself a progressive. Because all the gay people I know, I don't know any um, trans people. But the gay people I know are embarrassed. You know, I have um, a nephew who's gay, married. Uh, my old bass player, gay, married, uh, whatever. These these people that, you know, I'm in contact with their friends and stuff, they're all kind of embarrassed that this has come to this. It's like, no, we didn't want this big freaking explosion of shit. We just want the same rights as everyone else. And now and now you've got... You know who it is? You know, I. this is my personal belief. The Russians? No, yeah. <laughs> I hate the Russians and the communist kids. No, 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 no. I think yeah. I think this is uh, Karen's. This is, I mean, if, is. I'm, if I'm going to put a fine point on it, I'm going to say it's a Karen that has nothing better to do other than bitch about somebody else's life that needs to make it come yeah. to fruition. 
so there's so there are people that um, feel like if they they don't notice that it's already cool, and they they want to make it cool, and it's like, hey, it's already cool, shut the fuck up, you know, and you got oh, but look at this. Now I do agree that the um, the Roe v. Wade decision and Clarence Thomas even said it out freaking loud that we need to look at gay marriage, we need to look at. Um, all this other stuff, right? What's, what's, he didn't say anything about uh, loving versus whatever, um, the interracial marriage, but here we go. You know what I'm saying? And and to me, that's a slippery stuff. You, you have one justice in there who's saying, oh, we got to look at the gay rights Yeah, he's thing. the latest Scalise. <clears throat> yeah, well, you know. I don't think gay marriage needs to be disturbed. I think it's fine. Yeah. I think, I, I don't care if... You if, know what? If you love someone and you want to live with them the rest of your life, and you want the same tax benefits as heterosexual people and all the other things. Before my, my uh, friend Dwayne and John got married, if one of them was like, you know, on their deathbed or whatever, because they're not a relative, they can't come and see him. Which is weird because um, when our good friend uh, MX or DW was on his way out, I went up there, they freaking let me right in. I'm not related. Um, so I don't know if that's a thing anymore. But there was a point where, hey, only family, hospital, whatever, you, and Social Security. Say you, these guys live together for, for 40 years, right? One of them dies. The other guy should be able to, you know, yeah, you this is a be... mutual thing. But if they weren't allowed, and, and, and my gay friends who actually got married, they you know what, you call it whatever you want. You can call it a... a a civil union, you call it a marriage, call it whatever you want. But the fact is, is that we are a couple, we do it, do our life a certain way, and we depend on each other, and we should have the same um, allowance in that as... I actually don't even people. think there should be gay marriage, regular marriage. I think it'd just be, if you do spend your life, if let's say... You and I are roommates, and we've been roommates for 20 years. And yeah, you know, that's a lie. If we were roommates for 20 years, I'd be doing you, Drew. You got a really nice butt. So, <laughs> this exists, too, though. All I'm yeah. saying is, coming from the high Sierra, there's people that have been roommates for 20 years, and you're like, okay, you're a couple. Well, you don't go anywhere well, where he doesn't well, go. There's he doesn't go anywhere that he doesn't go. Maybe they, maybe they are gay. Right. Um, remember that show, what... Um, Three's Company. Yes. And the guy pretended to be gay. Yes. And um, for for rental purposes. Right. You know. Well, that was actually morality. <laughs> it wasn't. It was because two girls lived in the in the apartment, yeah. and he was morally opposed to a male living in the with the girls. Yeah. With the girls. Yeah. So yeah, I know. I remember the show. You remember? Yeah. The, obviously, you remember the show. And, and it, it also shows our listeners how old you fucking are. <laughs> um, I think what I'm getting to is if you're if you're like roommates and and you sign a lease, you can't both be on the lease. Yeah. One guy is going to sign the lease and get the credit for that, right? Yeah. And and he's going to be responsible for that. So that's a whole different thing. Now, if you go in as a married couple, you're both on the lease. You're both responsible. So, so there's that. I mean, there are a lot of these little things that straight people don't think about that affected homosexuals for a long time. And finally... Ah, you know what? We're cool now. And then all of a sudden, we're oh, beyond shit, cool. You know, now we got all these people that want us to be beyond cool. We just wanted to be cool, right? You know, I like. I said it in the last episode. When did when did gay become a problem? It was like it used to be thick skinned. It used to be, hey, we've been we have taken the brunt of everybody's joke. We get it. We're strong. Yeah. We're going on. Yeah. Um, now it's like, ah, you can't hurt me anyways. That's... Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm better than you because I'm gay. Yeah. Hey, no, no, sorry. <laughs> we don't need to go there. So that brings us to there. Um, now, back to the back Supreme to Court. Oh, wait. Okay, this is a little bit disconcerting to me. So the EPA, now the EPA can't set climate rules. Must be done by Congress. Well, that leads me to thinking that puts AOC in the voice. 
And I really don't want her to have a voice because she is a drama queen. Okay, I'll tell you what right now. And she's... And I think they've dragged her back a little bit from that because she's not, you know, every once in a while she goes and gets a photo op or whatever. Uh, I'm more worried about the people in Congress who are sponsored by the oil and fossil fuel. So every one of them. Industry. Yeah, pretty every much. Every one of so them. Now, so now. If it's not oil no and fossil fuel, it's right, Pfizer. Right. And these guys, yeah. And, and, and they spread both ways because these people know who to give their money to. They know who they can, you know. Pfizer, Pfizer is in again with hey, oil. What did we say a little earlier? Get the fucking money out of yes. there. Everything else will solve itself. Yes. Get the fucking money out, man. No, I agree. I, uh, that's that's one thing you and I both agree. From my perspective to your perspective, yeah. money has Those no business people, there. We vote for these people to represent us, and most of the time we vote for them because they had the best campaign, and that campaign was paid by uh, Pfizer or. Or ExxonMobil. You mean they had the most TV time. Right. So, oh, that's a name I recognize. I'm going to go ahead and check that box, right? There's more signs in the neighborhood. So who are they going to represent? They're going to represent the people who got them the job. Exactly, yeah. So, yeah, we got to stop that. we got to stop this soon. It's crazy, you know? And everyone's like, oh, but look, look what happened, you know. uh, Bill Clinton canceled Glass-Steagall, right? Yeah, he did. And... I think Last the Eagle was this weird thing. I think the it, intent was meant good, and it was just right. exposed. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't own this house if it wasn't for Bill Clinton. I got in on the neighbor. I was a freaking rock musician, and my yeah, wife well, worked at Bank of America. I And we got this house on the Neighborhood Advantage program, right? And we were able to pay for it. At that time, you had to prove you could pay for it, right? We could prove that. And then, slowly but surely, as soon as Bill left, next guy, oh, we're going to... Well, deregulate we, this, we deregulate saw, that. What had happened? And the deregulation that happened. It wasn't necessarily that. Bill. It was during his time. Is, is the financial market decided to take advantage of it? I yeah. Mean, Bill was still in office, and yeah. I actually was. Yeah, but that one step he took made it possible for sure. everyone else to take advantage, and then more deregulation happened. And it's like, so oh, shit, you know, I'm so glad. You know, I can't afford this house today. I bought. A I couldn't home, pay for this house if I bought it today. I bought a home under this time. Yeah. I was able to buy my house in Big Pine, and then I gave it back, and then I bought a home you gave after. It back? Yeah. I mean, you gave it back. I couldn't afford the house anymore. Ah. Because the house was oh. increasing in price. You, got to, you know, you have to know your your place in the world. Right? Yes, I. <laughs> So, when I came back to purchase back in 2014, the difference was no more ninja loans. Yeah. You had to justify your job. You had to justify your taxes. Uh And it was much more difficult to get an underwriter to look at what I was doing. But after the underwriter came through, he's like, okay, yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You're in a great freaking spot. Well, it took two homes to to get to there. Yeah. But... But the deal is, is that, you know what, if we didn't have these, and, and a lot of people are going to say it's bullshit, we had predatory loans where yes. they're just going out and they know, no, they're the, selling No, I had, I had friends in the mortgage business that said, yeah. oh yeah, I was making $12,000 a week. Yeah. I had a friend of mine that was in the, in the, he was a broker and a realtor, and he... He didn't want to deal with the whole shit, so he went into the medical marijuana business. That's a good business. And it was okay for a while, but then he came up with some ideas because, you know, that medical marijuana was bullshit. Oh, dosages. Oh, we're going to say this. But he actually um, tried to convince his employer at that time, it was Yak Edible, um, that you need to actually have real dosages because people are going to, you know... You give them this cookie that says it's 25 milligrams. A lot of those people didn't know what it was. And all of a sudden, they're baked out of their mind. So he actually ended up getting his own chemist and stuff. And he's been on the cover of High Time Magazine. I don't know how many times. And, dude, you know Steve? You've met Steve, AJ's dad? He made my own motorcycle with a guy one or two times. I don't know. Anyway, um, he has a little bungalow down in San Clemente and a boat in the harbor. Nice. And, yeah, and... And a Vespa. He's a big Vespa guy now. I don't know where that came from. I saw three Vespas up north. Yeah. There like, was a, yeah. what the hell? They're neat. 
P200E doing 60 miles an hour. Yeah, I know. On, on wheels, like 12 inches. Yeah, 12 inch wheels. I, I rode one of those when I was like 20, and it scared yeah. the shit out of me. <laughs> it should. Uh, anyway, that so, was a tangent. So the, now we got EPA rules are going to be made by, or actually not the EPA rules, the climate rules are going to be made by Congress. Yeah, so how does this translate to, to cars, planes, the worldwide industry that's the question it translates to more money going to congress if they do the right thing for their um, constituents no not their constituents <laughs> their donors their their sponsors so other news basically we're fucked Drew. this is what we yeah and you know we love motorsport and and we have motorcycles and we have trucks that use too much gas and shit but we only use these things um for utility my truck, if I don't have to drive my truck, I don't drive my truck. I ride the motorcycle, right? And, yeah, it spews some fuel. And people are like, oh, you know, how can you be an environmentalist and still ride a gas-burning motorcycle? Well, you know what? Show me an electric one that'll get me that far. Okay, um, to that point. Whatever. I was but in, it's going to be doable. I was in a Ford Lightning on the day, day before, what was that, Tuesday? Yeah. Holy sh... No, Monday. Monday yeah. morning. Crap. I want one of these. It, it's all acceleration, baby. It's, it's zero, to, for... zero to 60 in four seconds. Oh, yeah. It's in a, a full-size truck. It costs 20 bucks to make it full. Yeah, but, but hook a trailer up to it and see how long 8, the battery 8,000... Oh, that's... And that's what I'm saying. I mean, um, if you have a truck, I would not drive a truck if I didn't need a truck. And you got guys oh, out there thinking... in these big freaking trucks and shit that, that are just... Just burning fuel because it's cool. My truck usage is strictly does a motorcycle fit in the back. Yeah. Because I want to take the motorcycle to where I can go burn yeah. combustion gas. In, in my work, sometimes I have to haul some equipment or whatever. But, yeah, okay, so there's a, I don't see the electric vehicles as a work vehicle. I do see them as a luxury item. Well, there's there are a couple of companies out there that are doing electric trucks as, like, the last leg uh, so it's gonna, all this shit's gonna come in on a giant diesel, right? They're gonna unload it and they're gonna put that in electric vans, electric trucks, and they're gonna take it to the. Oh, Pepsi. Is Pepsi doing it? Pepsi's been doing I it for a number of years, like uh, yeah. Pepsi, Staples. And it's it's a start. It's a yeah. it's a really good start. And then you have the argument, oh, but you have to burn fossil fuels to get the well, to get the electricity. Well, to to be realistic, electric, right now, anything electric is. Filthy. Filthy mining. Okay. And it's going to be filthy. more filthy because now we can't control how much emissions the freaking electric plants put out, right? We're not allowed to say, hey, you can only do this much, right? And and the thing about, okay, so let's compare um, this to Formula One racing, right? Here's what you have to work with. Do you want to win? Here you go. Here's your formula. Well, you, you go do it, cheat. right? Hmm? You got to cheat better than the other people. Okay, but in the meantime, the technology gets better, right? Look oh, at Ferrari. Absolutely. They got they got caught cheating. They were shit for three years. All of a sudden, they're kicking ass, right? Because they went, oh wait, we can do it this way without cheating now, right? But in order to sustain that, you have you know to what? Your... They all cheat. Don't tell me that Mercedes isn't cheating. Well, <laughs> they must be now because they were shit at the beginning of the year. They're suddenly on the podium. <clears throat> whatever. All I'm saying is, if you look at um, someone being forced to create new technology by giving them parameters, they the will technology create. will happen. Sure. If you say, oh, go ahead, burn the coal. Oh, no, no, whatever. no. No, there's, it, it definitely needs to be kept within yeah. parameters. Yeah. And I agree to that. Um, we're not going to get a better battery. We're not going to get a better electric vehicle. We're not going to get any yeah. of those things without competition. Right. Because people are going to be forced to, well, how can we make this more efficient and better, right. go longer, be faster? Remember what solar on. panels for your house cost five years ago? I don't remember what they cost, but I know mm. that they were only like 12% efficient. Yeah. And, and now, now they're the up efficiency to 17. Up. It's like yeah. 17. I haven't 18. done it yet because it's like, hey, by the time I get my money back um, for my investment, I'll have to replace them. Now they're making them last longer, too. There's that. There's also batteries that you can store, too. With the right. electric... So, talking to the wife, with the electric vehicle, I want 
either a generator or a battery storage because I want to collect energy, yeah. store it, every, so I can... Every time I have one of these solar guys come to my door, I tell him, or her, usually him, um, I'll tell you what, when I can get a reasonably priced battery pack and I can cut that freaking line off of the power pole, that's when I'll do it. But right now, it's not worth it. Right. Because they're going to be taking my my power off of my solar panels all day and when i come home and the sun goes down i'm getting charged from my electricity no that, and, I'm and that's a, a legitimate problem yeah that's a legitimate problem because you've made this deal to sell power back to the power company but they're going to screw you when you yeah, take it absolutely so yeah but that's you know it's a lack of regulation i guess well and in like like you said rules get made because and how much money did Obama get from the solar company? Oh. So there you go. So January sixth. Yes. The January sixth hearing. Day that was. Yeah. It, you know what? This is another re. This is just another big. Rah! Well, it's not a big wow. It was an insurrection. It was an actual. It wasn't an insurrection. insurrection. It was the FBI. Okay, so you're doing you're things. buying into this shit, right? Come on. I don't buy into it. I buy into the actual evidence. That's I saw there. the evidence. I saw people being led into the Capitol. Oh yeah, by by police guards. Police guards who were were Donald Trump fans. No, I don't think. What the FBI? Well, I guarantee you there there was somebody. There was what are they? Agent provocateurs. It was all planned way ahead, and now it's being okay. So we so to this point. So to this point, we got Cassidy Hutchinson, who's making up stories to the. She didn't make it up. Someone told her that. Okay. Well, someone heard this discussion. Someone, someone told her. Someone, someone told, told her that, her and then the Secret Service came back and said, "Hey, that didn't happen." Well, uh, according to sources, they said that. We'll see, because those guys are scheduled to testify. And what people don't understand about this whole thing is, yes, you're under oath, but you're just this is a this is not a court trial. This is a dissemination of, of you know, let's see. If so we then, need why a court would she? Trial. Why would she? Why would she steer it incorrectly? Was she asked? Or, you know, you get into the subject of, you know, the guy was unhinged, right? And, you know, someone told me that um, when they were taking him back to the White House, he jumped over the seat and whatever. Okay, and, someone, yeah, someone told me someone that's told like, right. it, sources say okay, they but, overheard this but from in the meantime, Ferris okay, Bueller's brother. But this is what cracks me up, is that why is this the focus, right? Why is, why is that statement the focus? When... The other testimony was he knew there were armed people in the crowd. The reason they were How would he know there were armed people in the crowd? Because he knew these people, and there is, there is backup to this. Um, I couldn't tell you who did it. Um, he knew exactly what was going to happen, and this is what Well, so did me. Pelosi, because Pelosi conveniently had everything cleaned up by 10 a.m. and then vanished. What do you mean? So they're discussing the the vote. So you're saying Pelosi said, "Oh yeah, bring it on, and we're going to use this against you." Is that what you're saying? I mean, I wouldn't put it past her. I'm just saying. No, 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 no. I'm what I'm saying is she knew what was going to happen out outside. Oh yeah, they all knew, and they all asked for protection, and it never happened. And so supposedly Trump said, "I will." Bring in more security guards, and they said, "No, don't do that." No, no, he never actually said that. It turns out, um, he just said that at a rally a couple weeks ago. Uh, it turns out that never really. I happened. don't know. I'll look into that. Yeah, do look into that. And Nancy Pelosi cannot deny it. She's not in charge of the National Guard. No, no, no. Well, I'm... there are sources at the Pentagon uh, that say no. Nah. So watching that day, we they were they were report. going over the counts. Pence was supposed to give. The counts. He was supposed and, to be hanged that day, too, by the way. Well, he, right. they were supposed to put all this together. Mm-hmm. Pelosi said, well, you know what? We've done the counts. Looks at Cruz. Says, okay, let's. we're out of here. 10 o'clock, it's recess time. So, And then everybody fucking vanishes. Really? I don't I remember that at all. Oh, it was on news. You could, you, you could watch it. It was live. Really? Yeah, and everybody just kind of disappears. Okay, and you're we're like, ready to do it. Okay, we're going to take a break. Yeah, you know, they're, they're union employees. They well, no, that's break, that. Right? That was that was the really crazy thing about it. Yeah. It was just. And then Ted Cruz comes back and says, "Oh no, we're not going to certify." Um, so then you had this whole thing, and, and it, it was basically just, it, was, it like, was weird. It's a way of all of these people together riling up the different. It, and I wouldn't be surprised if it was even orchestrated between the different factions to just to get 
more separation, the divide and conquer thing. I'm goes. not against that. But, but I, I will say I do believe the agent provocateurs were in amongst them. I actually believe that there's no way there weren't freaking CIA and FBI in that crowd. There's no way there weren't. I mean, that's just... And I also believe the people... I also believe, based on people I know that go back to the 60s, they say, oh, no, this has been done every goddamn year because yeah. it's, it's, it's par for the, the course of the is, government. The thing is, when you get right down to brass tacks, you had this guy who was voted out of office, did not want mm -hmm. to be voted out of office, who, No, it wasn't, who riled it the wasn't crowd. voted out of office. It was... Fuckery was done. There was no fuckery. Oh, it's, it's already been proven in no Arizona. Of fuckery. Yes, there is. Where is it? Show it to me. They brought it forward, and everybody goes, "Well, okay, we don't care about it anymore." There isn't any. Yes, there is. They brought it forward. And they went, "What the fuck is?" No, that? no, no. They actually. There's what actually proof. Arizona. Arizona. They actually found the proof. proof. I want to see it. Well, they We're found. Have to go they found. <laughs> they found duplicated ballots. Uh huh. They found Xerox ballots. Uh huh. They. Brought it all to the and court. Were they all counted? Did when they audited the yes, vote? They, did they find they were all counted several times? They were counted once. Yeah. There you so go. they throw those out, uh -huh. and they start throwing out all these other ballots, that, right. and it still comes back to the courts. And the courts are saying, "Well, yeah, but they counted them once, and they said, oh, we have these duplicates,' and they threw them out.' So what's the deal? I mean, the shit came in, but it was caught, right? No, it wasn't caught the first time. It was it was, was caught in the audit once. If they only caught them. It was caught in the audit. I'm pretty sure if that's true that there would have been huge news. No, no, no. That, that's the whole point. So, is it so was caught these, in the audit. You're one of these people who believes that um, that the lefties run the news. I wouldn't say that the lefties run all the news. I would say the money runs the news. The money runs everything. Okay. Okay. But the money would like you nothing can't, better and then than when you it came when it came time when it came time on voting day to count, ballots showed up out of out of nowhere. Yeah. I want to see that. So, so next week, people, um, Drew's going to bring me proof of this. I want to see it, and I want to see all that's of what, it. That's that's well, that's what that whole movie's you know, about. I'm not like in a little bubble over here. No, but that's what the whole movie's what about. What movie? Two Thousand Mules. Oh fuck! You believe that movie? I don't believe the movie. I believe the evidence that's used in the oh, movie. Oh fuck! That movie is so convoluted. I've never I even haven't seen it. I haven't seen the movie, but I saw okay. the evidence that's okay. used in the movie. Well, okay, well, it's been debunked. Over and over and over. By over. whom? By freaking anyone who's ever seen it who actually cares about American democracy. No, the only people that are saying that they care about democracy are the people that are in the deep state. They're saying, oh, this is all okay, bullshit. so there's a deep state. We know there's a deep state. We know that there's a military-industrial complex. We yes, know there's, we know there's people that are, that are afraid of the outsiders coming into government. And I don't think it's so much that it's Trump. Right. And this I is think, why we I need... think it's outsiders yeah. coming into the well, government. Well, Trump, you know what? An outsider coming in would have been great if it wasn't fucking Trump, right? Nobody had a problem with Trump when he was running. Nobody had a Trump problem oh, with Trump before. I had a problem with him when he was running. Okay, what I'm getting at is I can't believe most... people voted him in. That was crazy. I'm like the whole time. I'm like, there's no freaking. You know why they voted him in? Him. Because they're as idiotic as he is. I guess I don't no. know. No, you gotta you gotta see it for what just it is. To, just for just to be rebellious. Just they to didn't be know they were fucking burn, themselves. No, it had nothing to do with fucking themselves. It was themselves. owning the liberals. We had to own the no, liberals. No, it had nothing to do with that either. Oh, my ass. No, it had zero to do with that. It had more to do with we know that the government is fucked. We know that it's in control of itself yeah. and it's running away. So why aren't we, um, as a group of Americans, as, as we don't, sovereign we people, get fucking... why aren't we insisting that you don't get to spend 16 billion dollars on your freaking campaign and you only have you know what six, why aren't months, we six months before the freaking why aren't election, we insisting term start, limits huh why aren't we and that too okay that why too. are all these problems let's yeah. let's take newsom yeah do you think newsom was actually voted in a second time or um, do you think that there was fuckery afoot no i think he was voted in because um california doesn't want what would happen if we if we went freaking red? Um, which would which? You got to remember, we were red, and we we're mostly most of the state is red. Um, well, if most of the state is red, I don't understand how we are where we are. You got the whole central. Okay, so central you got the whole central valley. Central valley. And you know what? Okay, so those are the guys who need the water, and the people who are trying to save the water for them, they don't like. Right. Nestle's still um, taking it. 
Yeah, well, they, they put a lot of money in. So what I'm saying is, <coughs> it's we got to get the money out, period. We, 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 I'm we, not disagreeing with you on this fact. I'm just disagreeing with you on the fact that there's a lot of fuckery going on, and you can't ignore it. There's fuckery going on, but it has nothing to do with the actual um, election of our officials. Oh, that, it absolutely it has so, to do with our It own. is so freaking... There is, there is so minor voter fraud... Because it gets no, caught. it gets. They caught. show you the motor. They show uh, you the motor fraud that you want to see, but they don't show you is the, the Republicans and the Democrats are both got people out of their graves voting for people. They got people out of state voting those, for people. But those votes don't ever get registered. They get they get caught. counted. If they no, they don't. They get they get counted, and it, and it takes an audit to get them thrown out. And that's the disappointing part is because until somebody protests, nothing gets done. They don't ever make it on onto the books if they aren't on the rolls. And Look, did you vote for Newsom? Hmm? Did you vote for Fuck Newsom? No. Okay, you ask ten people if they voted for Newsom, and you're going to find the same answer. Yeah. But how did he get put into office? Money. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So there was all the people you the... said it yourself, gerrymandering, and there's other ways. Yeah. But they are cheating. Yeah. They are cheating. Yeah. The gerrymandering, and here. Um, the Democrats get to do the gerrymandering because they're in control. And I can tell and you, I can tell you for a fact. So you leave Ventura County. Let's go back to popular vote and let's see what happens. And you're right? gonna you're gonna have a very upset people. There's a well, lot. You're of... gonna have upset people who are gonna. Go, we don't want the coasts to run what we do here. Well, guess what? You still got state rights, but we've got now a majority rule, which is what we're supposed to have. I don't think so. Because the no. majority of California wants Newsom gone. Yeah. And he's not gone. And all, because of gerrymandering. And it, okay. we all... This is, oh, this district voted this way. Okay, he gets that vote. And it's the same thing with the President of the United States. Oh, this state, you know... Okay, so, freaking uh, Hillary got 8 million and 1 votes, and Trump got 8 million and 2 votes. Trump gets all the electoral votes, Right. But it wasn't that's that bullshit. That wasn't that case. The actual electoral votes actually chose Trump. Exactly, but the popular, it wasn't. They weren't. They weren't. But the forced. popular vote wasn't for Trump. He lost. No, she lost. Remember when they recounted her? She lost votes. She lost votes, but she still beat him by over a million. Yeah, I doubt that. No, well, you can doubt whatever you want. You know, and She's, this is the problem. Nobody, nobody wanted her you know except for the South. Doubt, Drew, do you know why we doubt? Because we're told to doubt. What's that old Dead Kennedy song? Um, why are you such a stupid asshole? Because you were taught to fear and be afraid. Was it, and the song was "Government Flu." Well, the government—it'll make we know she's—we know she's it'll worthless. I mean, sick. even if even if you can't stick any of the crap that they say, we know she's fucking worthless. Well, we've heard we've absolutely. heard her off. A no, record. I would not vote for that woman. I, we've heard I her off the it. record too many times yeah. to know that she. I've is heard her just, on the record and well, said, "No, I don't want that." Um, but the problem is, is that they, the the RNC and the DNC, they just decide who our choices are, and, and that is get, that is disappointing. And then they get us to point, they get us to vote against. I won't vote against. I refuse to vote against. I will. The I'll worst of it, it. The worst of it. <clears throat> we can't vote. We can't pick and choose the best, because if you pick one Republican and you pick one Democrat yeah. because the Democrat makes really good sense to you and uh -huh. the Republican makes really good sense yeah. to you and together they would be a perfect team. Yeah. But if you pick one of the, if you pick this one, it means you got to get all of them and yeah. you got to get all the bullshit with them. And if yeah. you pick this one, you got to get all the bullshit that goes with him. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not cool. No, it's because not. if you pick one of them, you get the rest of the shit. Yeah. Yep. And again, it's all about the money. And you know why they do it? Because they, they can. can. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking mm. assholes. Yeah, and that's that's my problem is because I see I see through the bullshit. I mean, we want to do a recount. Okay, we're gonna put up, put up blinders so you can't see us counting. What's this shit? Yeah. That you know what? Make it transparent. Oh, and here's another one. Just the other day, Attorney General of California decides to let all the uh, concealed carry weapons permit holders out to the world. He released well, the Supreme it. Court just said that we have to do that. Because uh, that's transparency. Well, the people that have CCW licenses are 
But now the Supreme Court's saying that you don't even need one. You should be able to carry a gun wherever you want. Well, and now California's saying, well, there are certain well, places we really don't want you to have a gun. And now the NRI's bitching about it. We'll see how it works out. To me, if everybody's if everybody's concealed carry illegal, I don't give a shit. That's fine. Perfect. We I don't want to be in a world where I don't know who has a fucking gun. I really don't. Well, you know what? People get polite really quickly. Yeah, if you're a badass, freaking. No, no, all people get polite. Everyone gets polite really quick. Yeah, and a lot of people get shot because the fucker who's allowed to carry a gun gets pissed off. It's like, your dog shit in my yard, bang, you're dead. This is true. Fucking A. We can't have it. But, you know why? How do we know who's who? We don't have the infrastructure to know who's who before we let everyone go out there with a fucking gun. Constitutionally, we're supposed to let them out. Um, Constitutionally, um, the very first words are a well-regulated militia. Militia. A well-regulated militia. Okay, then we need to make militias. Right. And, and I'm fine registered, and, and I'm dude, fine with that. If you're a registered militia, a trained fucking registered militia member, fucking go take your AR, walk down my street, I don't give a shit. But you know what? I don't want a bunch of freaking amateurs, freaking, you know, what we want is regulars. That's what they call them, regulars. These are guys who were trained, they have... I will side with you on this. If militia is the keyword, let's have a militia. Well-regulated is the key. What is, okay, so what's the definition of well-regulated? Trained? It, it meets, we it meets muster? everyone who in the state who has a gun is registered with the militia. Okay. That's what well-regulated so, means. So if you're not in the militia, you don't have a gun. Okay? You want to have a gun? You register with the militia, and then we know. And right now, people are, I don't want to register my guns, so they'll know I'm, they're going to come and take my guns. No one's coming for your freaking guns. Here's the problem with the registration. Is in 1938, there was a gentleman that wanted to nationalize his country, and he went out and he found out who was registered, and then he shot them. What? You never heard these stories? <laughs> no. Okay. When Hitler was organizing the National Party, yeah, he went into Poland, and he went to the library, said, okay, bring me all the registered weapon owners. He'd walk in. Right, right. Hans, do you have a weapon? Okay. The answer is either going to be yes or it's going to be no. Either way, Hans is getting shot. Yeah. Okay. Do we live in, in 1930 Germany right now? Well, we're living in 1917 Germany right now. We are in hyperinflation. We have followed well, everything. Well, I don't see hyper yet. Um, I don't... Woo! We've, we've increased 17%. Marks. I'm not, I'm not wallpapering my house with Wehrmacht yet. We have seen 17% inflation. Yeah. And that is... Because hy- they can. Well, it's because they can, but it's also hyperinflation. It's following the you know, it same... me up. Okay, so, so gas, it's like, it's ridiculous. Gas is, is no more expensive, uh, oil is no more expensive than it was... Um, the last time this shit went down. No, it actually right? is less. Right. It's and the gas crazy is, thing. is like way more, right? So you know there's gouging, and everyone's saying, oh, we're going to check these guys for gouging. We're going to check these guys for gouging. Hey, why don't you just go ahead and freaking take the gas tax off and give us a little relief? No, we can't do that. We can't do that. Um, and now the gas tax, uh, tomorrow the it gas goes tax up, goes 50, up again. 51 cents. Like, what the fuck are you people thinking? You know? These are the Democrats. Right. I saw that vote live. Yeah. They yeah. said, "Do we want to take? The, do we want to remove the yeah. gas tax?" And all of the Democrats voted, yeah. "No, we want to keep it." Yeah. For what reason? I don't know. Income. I don't know. What bullshit? Tax we something had, else. What is California's surplus? It's in the billions. You know what? Tax the oil companies. Fine. That's a, that's a novel idea. Those guys don't pay any freaking tax. I'm good with that. Yeah. Tax those fuckers. Anything to help the middle class, the yeah. people that actually... But those are the guys that got these guys their jobs. So, you know, it is what it is. You're not wrong. And that's that's the sad part about it is, yes, the, those people should be taxed. Those, but even if we did tax oil companies, what would happen? Oh, gas goes up. Yeah. So Tax the churches. <laughs> what are they selling? Right? <laughs> Tax the freaking churches. I mean, they're running the country right now. You got. You got how about how about we freaking, tax the churches that are making out? You know, as long as we're going Christian Sharia, let's tax the fuckers. You know, the, the uh, Supreme Court decided that um, religious churches can get public funding. Private religious churches or private religious schools can get public funding. If you're not paying taxes, you don't get any freaking public funding. What's wrong with you people, right? Now, let's say a Muslim freaking community school um, wants some of that money. You think they're going to get it? Yeah. 
Eh, we'll see. In this in this climate, yes, they will. Yeah, um, yeah, because it, but the thing is, is that so, there's no reason for it. These people aren't putting anything in. Why no, are they getting no. something back? So here's here's one of the issues I have with Planned Parenthood. Have you noticed that everybody addresses Planned Parenthood? They don't address the other twelve companies that do the same thing that Planned Parenthood does, because well, Planned the, Parenthood's the, not taking. They're the first and the. No, they're the not begging for government dollars, right. tax dollars. Right. They're doing their own thing on yeah. their own on their own dime. Yeah. So no one gives a shit. But Planned Parenthood, why do the Democrats care so much about them? Because 150 million dollars gets donated back to mm. the PACs for the yeah. Democrats. Isn't you, that amazing how that works? So a nonprofit has that much money. So tax dollars, they yeah. take our tax dollars, which they claim are for medical reasons, to mm-hmm. learn. Look, again, one thing I like, I like stem cell research. Mm-hmm. Why? Because stem cell research saves lives. Yeah. I've seen it work. Yeah. But there's other companies that do stem cell research. Right. Planned Parenthood takes that money. Who has the best money. lobbyists? This is what we're down to. Who has the best lobbyists? It, it, it comes to money. Yeah. Because they're donating $150 million. Hey, let me take you out to dinner. I want to talk to you about this program we're starting up. Oh, and by the way... Nobody uh, has any ish. Nobody has any words. Either side. These people are saying, we have to donate money to Planned Parenthood. What the fuck for? Yeah. They're getting money from the state. They're getting money from all over the place. And, and originally... It's a great idea. I mean, they don't—they aren't just an abortion clinic. They—they're—they're they're doing other they things. They do a lot of—they do a lot of good things. Everyone focuses on that. Probably, um, last I looked, it was like one point two percent of what they do is abortions, and they actually try to avoid it if—if if it's not necessary. I don't know, there's been a lot of bad things come out of that, yeah, that agency. Yeah, but a lot as of bad well. things come out of everywhere. You know, and it's like. It's greed. It, there's people in there. It's like it comes down to that. Who, who? Oh, BLM! What a bunch of corrupt bastards! Well, you know what? It didn't start out that way, but then people started figuring out how to get some money out of it, and guess what happened? As soon as they got involved, you know, it was done. Yeah. Antifa. Oh, look, look at those freaking crazy ass. Yeah. Well, but they started off with a good program, but now you got some greedy people, you know, and everything else. It's just you get a few greedy like unions. Unions were very necessary, you know, eighty, ninety years ago. And probably up until, you know, 50, 60 years ago. Now, they're just a money grab. There's no reason for them. Right? I mean, it's, it's crazy. My employees every week make more money than I do. Because they're getting prevailing wages. And if they're not working, they're still getting paid because they're on the job. Well, they're not on the... They're not, on, they're not in the With union. Clock I'm, not gonna, I'm yeah. never going to be a union company. But um, we have agreements with the union where they get the prevailing wage... Um, on some of them. Well, even if, if the they're working on their if they're working on government jobs, they're still getting paid. Uh, you know what the prevailing wage is. Well, yeah, but if they if they stay home, they aren't getting paid. No, what so, I meant is they, if, even if they go yeah. to work and they clock in, they're still getting. But the unions have agreements with some cities and and uh, municipalities and stuff where my guys all their fringes because they're getting prevailing wage, right? Um, all their fringes go to the union. Nothing they can do about it. So they're not getting paid the same. And those fringes, I don't know what they do with them because they're not associated with any of their union members. So it's just their money. Uh, because we're on this job, we get some money. That's bullshit. The problem I have with the unions are when you're a union shop, because I worked for a union shop and I was a salesman at a union shop and I'm selling union jobs, I would get a job. If I lost a job to a non-union company and I asked the union to step in, what are we going to do? We yeah. can't do anything. Yeah. Well, why are we paying you then? Yeah. If you have no power yeah. over the non-union company taking a union yeah. job, no, I see no use for you. Drew, they make more money when the non-union company gets it because they get to keep the fringes. If the union company gets it, the employee's fringes are the union has to make sure that this is distributed, right? If it's a non-union company, they keep the freaking fringes. Right now, there's one little thing that happened lately, is my guys, um, we have to put their, all their fringes are gone except their vacation pay, right? Mm-hmm. But we have to put their vacation pay in before we tax them. So they pay taxes on the vacation pay, and at the end of the year, they can apply to the union to get that vacation pay back. I will say this. That's crazy. I will say this. One of my workers, they're his child, I think was under one year old, maybe one year old, had leukemia. 
best damn health care they could ever get that kid. Oh, yeah. That was like, wow, that's amazing. And he was out of pocket for like, I think three, maybe $5,000. Yeah. But it was a total of maybe a million dollars to get this kid back to good. And, anyway. and that's, that's good. But um, what they take for your health care, um, you probably could have bought your own. It's possible. And it's a shame that we have to pay for that at all. I mean, we're the only really civilized first world country that does that. But what can you do? Anyway. It's been a great conversation. What I want to bring up, if anybody's listening still, after our <laughs> banter, um, I've talked to a couple of people coming on for uh, guests. And I want to get stories told. And I want to branch out and get more than just two old middle-aged guys bitching. Because I know maybe you yeah. in, are in, entertained by it, but there's more to come. So, with that, I want to say goodnight. Thank you. Good morning to you if you were listening to us while at work. Uh, we hope you have an excellent day. Thank you. Indeed. Ladies, will you please shut it?